Hey guys, my name's Melissa. Let's talk about some anime. And let's talk about how this episode is late because I am nothing if not a professional procrastinator. But it is currently midnight Monday morning and I have to be up in five hours. So let's let's get this out of the way. Tonight I will be talking about episode 19 and episode 20 of Classroom of the Elite and this episode was kind of a doozy. Just a heads up though, um, this isn't going to be much of a recap episode, more so of a kind of like my thoughts kind of episode. Just because everything that happened at the middle of episode 20 kind of resonated with me and I really want to get into Kushida's backstory a bit so I'm kind of going to gloss over episode 19 so we can get to episode 20 but um episode 19 kind of I didn't realize Manabu was um you know resigning from the student council um that was news to me I'm not entirely sure how the class room structure works in classroom of the elite i don't think he's set to graduate anytime soon however he is being replaced by this dude named nagumo i believe um he's 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 a little sketchy in my opinion he wants to turn the school into a meritocracy i think he said which is weird so he basically wants an individual's talents to be able to, you know, bring them up to class A if they deserve it. Because let's look at um, Suzune, for example. This girl clearly has superior athletic ability, superior um, intellect. Like, it, all things considered, Suzune doesn't really belong in class D. It doesn't really make any sense as to why she was there in the first place. Um, I don't know if that's something the story will eventually explain. I don't know if they take like an entrance exam of some sort and that's how they get placed into their classrooms as first years. But on paper, Suzune should be at least in class B. Not necessarily class A, but at least class B. So I can kind of see where this new president is coming from. Like, it really should be up to the individual skill set instead of making everything class-based. But at the same time, this dude is a blonde hair, blue-eyed, very... Like, something about his smile when he went up at the podium. I was just like, I I don't trust him. He looks sketchy. I, I don't want to put all my eggs in his basket right now. And I'll be honest, I didn't really get a whole lot of Manabu before he's resigning. And I don't know if he's going to stick around in the school now that he's not the student council president. So it's kind of sad to see him go. And he really only shined during that race that he had with Ayana Koji. And that was like, what, fucking three minutes? I hate that his character seems to be exiting, but... It is what it is. Maybe he'll still be around. Um, he does make an appearance later in the episode, but let's just um, skate on past all of the formalities and just get to the part of the episode where I was kind of weirded out. So this is the pink-haired girl, Maya. She has a crush on Ayana Koji. Now we're getting into the brass tacks of what makes this show a harem anime because now we have Maya. We clearly have Suzune, which people like to lump her and Ayana Koji together a lot. 
you know, because they always hang out with each other. And then you have Kushida, who, although hasn't shown any interest in Ayana Koji, it doesn't help that she kind of forced his hand on her breasts. I feel like she's going to, I don't know. Ayana Koji has that type of facade where it's like, he's so mysterious to all the other girls. I'm not surprised that girls kind of flock to him. And especially everything that happened at the relay race, like th- that just kind of like skyrocketed his person, like his um personability. And I already know for those, like for the girls in the class, they're going to be like, oh yeah, Ayana Koji, he's the real deal. Which is the opposite of what he wants. He, You can tell he's like the type who likes to fly under the radar. But um, Maya confesses to him. She did it in a weird way. She kind of just asked, are you seeing anybody? And then he was like, no. And she responded with, then you don't have to answer right now. It's just going to be strictly platonic. So I guess she just asked him if they can be friends. But do you need to ask permission to be friends? Like that, it was just kind of weird how she approached it. And um, Miss Girl, um, Kay, you know, Kay, who is actually growing on me. I'm glad I didn't denounce the girl back in se- at the end of season one. Because now I'm starting to warm up to her. She, um, She's catching feelings. She is, she is catching the feelings for Ayana Koji because she emailed him asking him like so what's going on there Mm, why are you guys talking um girls talk like she told me that she was gonna ask you out even though Ayana Koji is 10 times smarter than that and knew that this girl was eavesdropping it's kind of funny how flustered she gets around him because he he does not have the social capabilities to like be able to deal with how she reacts as a human she has very human-like emotions to shit so whenever she responds to things in jealousy or like you know extreme happiness Ayana Koji doesn't know how to take that because you can tell he's been sheltered he he probably wasn't allowed to express himself growing up as a kid so like seeing Kay or Suzune have these real human emotions towards shit it throws him through a loop and he kind of wants them to explain it because that's a part of his like life he doesn't have access to. That's something he doesn't have a familiar feeling to. So it's nice to see, um, I'm, I'm, Kay is growing on me. I like to see what she brings out of Ayana Koji because this isn't a side of Ayana Koji that we get when he hangs out with Suzune. They're both kind of two sides of the same coin, whereas they don't like to be emotional with each other and they don't like to be emotional with other people. They're very closed off and reserved. And the people in the classroom help them kind of open up a bit more. Like when um, Sudo... Like when he was, he was so happy to learn that he didn't fail his test and Suzune told him to, you know, quiet down. You only got like two points above passing grade and he actually quieted down. So you can, so you can tell that he sees Suzune as someone he can rely on, someone who trusts him and believes in him and listens to him. So now they kind of have a nice connection going as friends. And I just like to see the layers of not only Ayana Koji and Suzune, but all the other classmates in the in class 1D kind of evolve as they get closer to each other. 
I think the series does a really good job on highlighting certain characters in each and every episode so far. Um, so let's get to Ryuin's crazy ass. He basically is in the classroom. He knows there's a traitor around. He's trying to find them. So Ryuin needs a content warning all on his own. I don't know if this guy is ever going to physically assault somebody, sexually harass somebody. Either way, whenever he's on the screen, my stomach jumps through hoops and I get scared for whoever's in his vicinity. Um, and he's just... He's he's just disgusting. He's a very good villain. It does not help that he looks a lot like fucking Ren from Free. He's very attractive and it sucks. They always it's always the attractive ones. And he fucking the dude, so he's trying to hunt down the traitor. He slams this poor girl's face on the desk to the point where her nose is bleeding. And it turns out this girl it took me a minute to recognize her. This is the same girl that kind of, um, who held Kay up, like, who was, like, bullying her because she was, I guess, I guess Kay, they didn't really explain it if Kay actually bullied this chick. Like, she seemed insistent on refusing that it was her. And then, like, when they finally got the girl involved, the girl seems very reserved. And that was the same girl who, like, beat up Kay once she had her. And it just, it, it was a very confusing situation that I don't think they actually explained in full on what actually went down. But um, basically, they throw Ayana Koji and Kay's name to Ryuin. And now this is where things get a little scary. So Ryuin doesn't want to believe that it's Ayana Koji because he thinks it's too obvious. And Ryuin is smart. So he has every right to suspect Ayana Koji. But something in his heart is telling him not to trust it. Because it's just, you know how something is just too obvious that you don't think it should be that easy. So of course he's not going to think it's Ayana Koji. So the next answer would be to think it's Kay. And that's an issue because Kay has like, she wants Ayana Koji to protect her. And I don't want a situation to come to blows where Kay is in Ryuin's path. Because Ryuin, Ryuin is fucking brutal. He is disgusting. He will hurt. He, he literally did it in that episode. He headbutt this girl's face into the desk. Imagine what he would do to Kay if he thinks she was the mastermind behind all this. And since he's so insistent on not thinking that it's Ayana Koji, since he thinks that answer is too obvious, since she gave her... Since she gave Ryuin Kay's name, now he's going to go after her. And this poor girl doesn't deserve it. Like, she's a bitch, but she ain't that bitchy enough to warrant a literal, like, beatdown from Ryuin. So that's why I'm, like, just worried about her. But at the end of the episode, it was actually really nice. Um, Kay got reassurance from Ayana Koji that he will protect her. He will not go back on his word. And he did tell her if something happens, if something seems out of place, you call me immediately. So I think later down the line in the season, Ryuin, Kay, and Ayana Koji, they're all going to have a meetup at some point. And I'm just extremely worried for Kay. I really hope nothing happens to her. But um, let's just slide right into episode 20 and let's this is a very heavy kushida centric episode um ryuin relies on kikyo since kikyo's the traitor and i 
don't know if she's actually going to admit to Ryu and who the mastermind is. She clearly knows it's Ayana Koji. He even emailed Ayana Koji and asked him who is the mastermind behind everything. Now, they just kind of like freeze framed it at that part. He didn't, it didn't show that Ayana Koji answered him. So, you know, I'm very excited to see if he left this dude on red or if Kikyo actually did not tell Ryuin who the mastermind is. Maybe she wants to see how this all plays out because now what episode 20 is, episode 20 basically focuses on this bet that Suzune and Kushida has going on now. So they have this paper shuffle exam thing going on. And Suzune and Kushida both make bets. If Kushida wins the bet, which she has to beat Suzune in any one of the eight exams they take, she has to get the higher overall score. Not their combined partner scores, just the individual score. So if Kushida beats Suzune in any subject that Kushida picks, Suzune is expelled. Now, if Suzune wins, Kushida has to drop everything. Like, she has to stop trying to get Suzune expelled from school. Um, And they use, thankfully, they use Manabu as the witness. He's a very impartial person, even though that is her, that is Suzune's older brother. She clearly does not have a relationship to him. So he kept it very, like, professional and he was like listen this is like i am just a witness here i am here to make sure neither of you go back on your words i'm pretty sure this just basically means suzune is going to win the bet just because i doubt they're going to allow suzune to get expelled this early in the series if she were to get expelled i mean she's a main character so either suzune beats kushida in her exam or some shit is going to happen with Ryuin where the bet has to kind of be off. I'm really thinking something is going to interrupt the actual bet. But um, Kushida, because she is so fucking smart, she already suspected that Ayana Koji was listening from somewhere. And surprise, surprise, um, Suzune had her phone call on in her pocket and Ayana Koji was listening in his dorm room. So they all get together and Suzune and Ayana Koji and Kushida are basically outside. And Kushida now ropes Ayana Koji into it. And she's now adding a condition onto the bet where if she wins, not only does Suzune get expelled, Ayana Koji also gets expelled. And although Suzune wants to protest it, Ayana Koji agrees to it. And he says, well, if Suzune wins, you have to tell me about your past. So this is where I get a little confused because he made that condition on the chance that Suzune will win. But then Kushida tells him her past anyway. So I'm assuming that that Suzune is definitely going to win because you already fulfilled one of the conditions. All Ayana Koji wanted to know was what you were doing back then in middle school and why you have this ridiculous hatred towards Suzune. And you explained it to him. So that's why I'm like, why explain this shit to him unless you're 100% certain that you're going to win the bet or 
because like there was literally no reason to explain this to him if you guys had a button going is basically what I'm saying but I'm grateful for it because it shows that Kushida is the villain you hate to hate at least for me Kushida thrives on positive reinforcement. She helped everybody because she wanted the attention on her. Now, unfortunately, I don't want to say that I agree with this mindset. I can say that I sympathize with it because I am the type of person who loves to um, help people. I love to be recognized for the hard work that I put in, which that can be a curse because if you are always the person that is relied on for tasks that nobody wants to do, people are going to continuously go to you and expect you to do those things, especially if you're going out of your way to do things for people, especially when they did not ask. People start to take advantage of it and people start to undermine your worth down to what you can provide to them. Kushida, unfortunately, has this affliction as well as the fact that she has a lot of pent-up resentment for these people. And the way she was dealing with that pent-up resentment was going on blogs and talking about how shitty these people were and just being overall a troll like most (laughs) internet trolls are. And what makes it worse is that she got caught. And this is the whole middle school hubble Baloo that they were they've been obsessing over and she got caught talking smack on the internet and her classmates confronted her about it but instead of Kushida apologizing she's more so upset about the fact that these people are going against her when she has done so much for them so she ends up <laughs> spilling their even darker secrets like this person cheated on this person and I don't know, this person um, talks shit about this person on the internet. Like basically spilling these people's dark, darkest secrets because Kushida's the type of person who observes. None of the people she comes into contact with are her friends. She wants to learn the most vile shit about you. She wants to be the most trustworthy person in your life so she can get all your dark, dirty secrets so she can utilize them. If you ever turn against her, that is the worst person you want to have as a friend. And I hate that I love it so much. I can sympathize, not sympathize, I can relate to just kind of being an observer in social situations, especially when you can't really contribute a whole lot to the conversation. But you like to see what makes people think. You like to see how people move. And you kind of just take an observational point, especially when conversations are so easy to go on around you because you don't really add anything to the scenery. So Kushida is just a very maniacal type of villain. I like the whole little two-edged sword that she has going on with her character. And it's just very intriguing to continue to watch her as she progresses. And I think Suzune can get to her. She would be a valuable asset to Class 1D if she just gets on board and stops trying to get the get people expelled they need to break her out of this like fixation she has with wanting people to always like her 
And if they can just break down that wall of her, she would be so vital because Ryuin won't have anybody. His class knows that he's fucking abusive as hell. He's going to be his own downfall, but he can't be, like, they can't knock him off his throne until they get Kushida on his side. Because so long as Kushida is a traitor and wants to get Ayana Koji and Suzune expelled, it's going to make their job so much harder on getting above class C. So I have to I have to remember to look up how many episodes are actually in this season. I I feel like we're coming at the halfway point. If it is a 12 episode season, I'm going to be very upset if it is. I'm hoping once I look it up. Let me actually look it up right now. Because it's going to bug me. And I'm going to be super sad. Uh, it does not say. Uh, it does not say. Let me see. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Second season announced. Do, 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 do. The season premiered on July 4th. Jesus Christ. It doesn't even feel like that. It feels so long ago. I feel like I've been watching this for months. Um, It doesn't say on this page. But, um... We're at episode eight right now in season two. So we would have four more episodes if it's a 12 season, um, 12 episode season. And if not, it's probably 12 fucking episodes because this is the last exam before the final exams. God damn it. So looks like we're going to be wrapping this up in another month with the recap episodes for Classroom of the Elite. Hopefully we see Ryuin get knocked off his fucking pedestal because i'm sick and tired of seeing him assault people it's very fucking annoying but um that's pretty much it well i'm actually proud of myself that felt longer than 20 minutes but um thank you so much for listening guys um this has been episode 19 and 20 of classroom of the elite that i was talking about please feel free to watch it on Crunchyroll. I believe it's um, streaming in both English and Japanese dubs right now. Um, It's a freaking great series. I really love, love, love the characters and I'm glad that I didn't just write it off as some random harem anime when everybody was suggesting it to me. So this is has been an enjoyable ride and I can't wait to see what these next couple of episodes finds us with Ayana Koji and Suzune, especially Ayana Koji. We have to figure out what's going on with his father. I can't believe we're closing in on the end of the season and we still have not seen hide or tail of his fucking father yet. But um, that's going to be for another episode down the line. Um, Please remember to follow me on all my socials. You can find me at as Essential Mel on Spotify, on Audiomac, on TikTok, on Instagram, on some of the socials. If I had the fortitude or the brain space to actually remember them, Twitter. That's the last one I was thinking about. Next week's episode will be on um, Dress Up Darling as well as Rent-A-Girlfriend. Um, I'm currently trying to figure out the formatting that I'm doing for this as well as how often I update it. When it comes to series that are currently ongoing, it's easier for me to time my releases um, just because these are series that are already like they're coming out as I'm doing these podcasts as opposed to a series that's already out and has a 
entire season worth of me watching. So Dress Up Darling is kind of something that I'm trying to figure out on how to produce the episodes for. I might just break it up into two episodes since season one is only 12 episodes long. So look out for that. Um, That means I'm going to have to binge six episodes sometime this week. So that'll be fun. Um, But thank you so much once again, guys, for watching. Please feel free to answer the comment that I leave at the bottom of the video on Spotify. And thank you so much for supporting me. I definitely appreciate it. And I will see you guys next week.